Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the April 11th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 731 to 741 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. 5. The Spirit and the Church in the Last Days. Pentecost, 731. On the day of Pentecost, when the seven weeks of Easter had come to an end, Christ's Passover is fulfilled in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, manifested, given and communicated as a divine person. Of his fullness, Christ the Lord pours out the Spirit in abundance. 732. On that day the Holy Spirit is fully revealed. Since that day, the kingdom announced by the Father has been opened to those who believe in him. In the humility of the flesh and in faith, they already share in the communion of the Holy Trinity. By his coming, which never ceases, the Holy Spirit causes the world to enter into the last days, the time of the Church, the kingdom already inherited, though not yet consummated. We have seen the light. We have received the heavenly Spirit. We have found the true faith. We adore the invisible Trinity who has saved us. The Holy Spirit, God's life, God's gift. 733. God is love, and his love is the first gift, containing all others. God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. 734. Because we are dead, or at least wounded, through sin, the first effect of the gift of love is the forgiveness of our sins. The communion of the Holy Spirit in the Church restores to the baptized the divine likeness lost through sin. 735. He then gives the pledge or first fruits of our inheritance, the very life of the Holy Trinity, which is to love God, to love as God has loved us. This love, the charity of 1 Corinthians 13, is the source of the new life in Christ, made possible because we have received power from the Holy Spirit. 736. By this power of the Spirit, God's children can bear much fruit. He who has grafted us onto the true vine will make us bear the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We live by the Spirit. The more we renounce ourselves, the more we walk by the Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit we are restored to paradise, led back to the kingdom of heaven and adopted as children, given confidence to call God Father and to share in Christ's grace, called children of light, and given a share in eternal glory. The Holy Spirit and the Church, 737. The mission of Christ and the Holy Spirit is brought to completion in the Church, which is the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit. This joint mission brings Christ's faithful to share in his communion with the Father and in the Holy Spirit. The Spirit prepares men, and goes out to them with his grace in order to draw them to Christ. The Spirit manifests the risen Lord to them, recalls his word to them, and opens their minds to the understanding of his death and resurrection. He makes present the mystery of Christ supremely in the Eucharist in order to reconcile them, to bring them into communion with God, that they may bear much fruit. 738. Thus, the Church's mission is not an addition to that of Christ and the Holy Spirit.
but is its sacrament. In her whole being and in all her members, the Church is sent to announce, bear witness, make present and spread the mystery of the communion of the Holy Trinity, the topic of the next article. All of us who have received one and the same Spirit, that is the Holy Spirit, are in a sense blended together, one with one another and with God. For if Christ, together with the Father's and his own Spirit, comes to dwell in each of us, though we are many, still the Spirit is one and undivided. He binds together the spirits of each one of us and makes us all appear as one in him. For just as the power of Christ's sacred flesh unites those in whom it dwells into one body, I think in the same way the one and undivided Spirit of God who dwells in all leads all into spiritual unity. 739. Because the Holy Spirit is the anointing of Christ, it is Christ who, as the head of the body, pours out the Spirit among his members to nourish, heal and organise them in their mutual functions, to give them life, send them to bear witness and associate them to his self-offering, to the Father and to his intercession for the world. Through the Church's sacraments, Christ communicates his holy and sanctifying Spirit to the members of his body. This will be the topic of part two of the Catechism. 740. These mighty works of God, offered to believers in the sacraments of the Church, bear their fruit in the new life in Christ. According to the Spirit, this will be the topic of part three. 741. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with sighs too deep for words. The Holy Spirit, the artisan of God's works, is the master of prayer. This will be the topic of part four. So very well, with this we more or less finish the section of the Holy Spirit. As you see, it's been a beautiful section, a section that is just full of the scripture, that the Holy Spirit is perhaps the most poetic of the three persons of the Trinity. And it is something that is a teaching that is full of the Bible. The Church has meditated on the scripture for 2,000 years. 2,000 years has been looking at these books, has been reading the Bible, has been scrutinising the Bible, has been searching through these texts and has found, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit himself, but has found this beautiful theology of the Holy Spirit. A theology that ultimately finishes in charity. It finishes in oneness. It finishes in our salvation. It finishes in preparing us for heaven. This binding together, there was that beautiful um, that beautiful quotation that we heard from Cyril of Alexandria in number 738, speaking about how the Holy Spirit brings everybody into communion. It used the word blending, blending everything together. The same way as Christ's Eucharist, the Eucharistic flesh of Christ, the Eucharistic blood of Christ that we drink, brings us together, brings us together into one body. And the same thing, the Holy Spirit brings us together. Because, again, as I've said time and time again in this podcast, the mission of God is to bring us to communion. God created us for communion. He created us to be close to one another. He created us not to hold grudges. 
and to find our fulfilment in love, but in loving other people, in being one with them. And the Holy Spirit is one of the main instruments that God has given us to achieve this, because we have within ourselves this tendency to escape from God, this tendency to go our own way, this tendency to think we know better when we don't know better. And so this invitation to come back to God, to come back to him, to see that the um, that the Holy Trinity, that the, the Holy Spirit is bringing us to communion. I mean, this is what it's about. I'm just going to read now the section in brief, but the section in brief of this section, I usually don't comment on it, but the very last number of it, the very last line of 747 says, the Holy Spirit is the sacrament of the Holy Trinity's communion with men. The Holy Spirit is the one that binds everything together, that allows us to be in communion with the Trinity, that mediates this Trinitarian life to us, that mediates this communion to us. So really today, this is the invitation. The invitation to be one with the life of the Blessed Trinity. That this is, uh, again, for those who are on the true day of April 11th in 2020, this is the day of Holy Saturday, a day when the Church celebrates the, the Easter Vigil, the Paschal Vigil, and in 2020 is a year when we're not able to in most parts of the world. And yet, each one of us is still invited to have this bond of communion, this unity with the Trinity, so that no matter what, we can be at peace. No matter what, we can have this communion. No matter what, we can taste the divine life of God himself. So I'll read now, in brief, 742. Because you are sons of God, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, 743. From the beginning to the end of time, whenever God sends his Son, he always sends his Spirit. Their mission is co-joined and inseparable, 744. In the fullness of time, the Holy Spirit completes in Mary all the preparations for Christ's coming among the people of God. By the action of the Holy Spirit in her, the Father gives the word Emmanuel, God with us. 745. The Son of God was consecrated as Christ, Messiah, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit at his incarnation. 746. By his death and his resurrection, Christ is constituted in glory as Lord and Christ. From his fullness he has poured out the Holy Spirit on the Apostle and on the Church. 747. The Holy Spirit, whom Christ the Head pours out on his members, builds, animates and sanctifies the Church. She is the sacrament of the Holy Trinity's communion with men. So very well, this is the end of this section. We'll, tomorrow we'll start with Article 9, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, and we'll be looking at number 748 to 750. God bless.